0: You're listening to Once, episode 81, Manhattan Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. This was an amazing episode. I love this episode so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. And also, let's all yell it out. We were right. Oh, oh. We were right!
1: We were right! We were right!
0: <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> Now, just in case anyone's thinking, well, yeah, a lot of people predicted it. Well, a lot of people also, us included, theorized originally back when we first saw that Bay was Rumpelstolzkin's son and that Bay came to our world. Back then, we started theorizing, maybe that is Henry's father. We did. Yeah. So, way back then. And also, a big reveal was we finally discovered what was in the box. What's in
2: the
1: box?
0: (laughs) And we were partially... I was so
1: disappointed. (laughs) I I was expecting it to be something magic.
2: I started laughing, and then I realized that the writers were laughing at us
0: (laughs) (laughs) tonight quite a bit. Uh, We got guesses like it's it's a fairy, it's uh, Tinkerbell, it's all of it. And by the way, speaking of Tinkerbell, there's absolutely no mention of Peter Pan tonight. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, someone had actually emailed in a suggestion that what was in the box was the typewriter, and I'd confirmed that it looked like the typewriter from some slight silhouette, and it was definitely August's same box. But someone had emailed in with the extra detail that they thought the typewriter had something written on it, like an excerpt from Balefire's story, something that communicated that August knew that Neil was Balefire. And that person, this isn't a recent theory. That person sent that theory in back when we first saw the box and saw Tallahassee. So I'm going to find that email and give that person credit in our full discussion this Wednesday. Good. Yeah. I, I That's want, pretty because good. They, because
2: I would have thought, hey, if he can say it out loud, if he can use words instead of opening his box, he would have done that. So it couldn't be that. But no. No, it was pretty much just one sentence that he could have spoken aloud. Yeah, that's <laughs> but true. instead... They decided they were going to make us wait. Maybe a it was long something time. that
0: he felt like he couldn't speak. Kind of like if you read the <laughs> words from the ring in the native tongue of Mordor. <laughs> so he,
2: he felt that when he talks about Balefire, he being August, he just refers to he who must not be named <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah. By the way, just in case anyone's wondering, these are our initial reactions, so we're going to be a bit all over the place in this episode with our initial theories and what we just saw that stood out to us, and that's where you come in, because each Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT-5, at oncepodcast.com slash live, we share our full discussion, your theories, some extra research, screenshots, uh, sound clips, all of that, so please send in your theories and ideas from this episode, email Feedback at onespodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 and leave a voicemail there or go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message from your computer or soon from your iPhone. So let's just go through this some other things that randomly stood out. I
1: want eyeballs on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I want eyeballs on my hands like that. No, you don't. But I do wonder, where, where did she get all those scars from on her face? Do I need those, too, if I'm <laughs> going to have eyeballs on my hands? I,
0: it makes me think that maybe this was a girl who at one point said to someone with great magical power, said, I would like to be able to see the future with my own eyes. And so whoever that witch was that um, was requested of that, then plucked this girl's eyeballs out, put them in her hands, oh and said, ha, there you go. You're a seer now. And then the girl's like, great, now I need to sew up my eye sockets. <laughs> and I can I hardly
2: see to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be how it went. Mm. But, but at was...
2: least if somebody ever told her growing up, watch your tongue, she actually could do it. But... <laughs> she was pretty creepy. She was.
1: I just put my hand up near my face <laughs> and stuck my tongue out. But just you like don't she have would. eyeballs in your hands no, yet. I don't.
0: Yet. Wow. Yeah, so now we know how Stoltzkin got the magical power of seeing the future and a bit more about how it actually works. Because we talked about this before and we saw in the Untold Stories app on Facebook that it used a specific word it said that Rumplestiltskin can glimpse the future. And what they described tonight of how the future seeing ability works is very similar to glimpsing, the kind of like you don't see it quite clearly, you have to figure out a little bit put it together
1: are you putting words in their mouth
0: no they did use the word <laughs> glimpse it's and then, it's so
2: interesting that he didn't get that power from being the dark one yeah. it's just another power that he acquired somehow
0: yeah
1: yeah I, I never had thought that that he somehow got that power like i thought that came with being the dark one so that was kind of cool it's a they answered a question that nobody ever asked
0: Well, we had wondered because we discussed before that many of the uh, earlier episodes or earlier chronological stories of Rumpelstiltskin, when he was the dark one, he didn't have that future seeing ability. So we had talked theorized before about maybe he learned that somewhere along the way, like learned his abilities as they were coming and suddenly discovered, hey, I can actually see the future. I don't know. Uh, but uh, or well, now we do know. I mean,
2: <laughs> it's nice to know to know things, <laughs> to know where and who Balefire is, mm-hmm. and that he's Henry's father. And even if it's kind of got a shadow cast over it,
0: yeah. So let's talk about that. It. I I know some people in our live chat room when we do this on Sunday nights. Um, we're a little bit confused about the ending the undoing thing Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean technically it might not mean death it might not mean uh like an end of something it could mean his undoing of magic somehow right or it could mean his death
2: it could mean a lot of things but he decided apparently (laughs) centuries ago that when this time came, he was going to have to kill the boy. I think we were supposed to worry that that's what was going through his mind. Yeah. I kind of think probably closer to what's going through his mind is, I can't do that now.
1: Well, what if it's not Henry? What if it's a different boy?
2: Well, maybe. But I think that what they were talk or what she was talking about just happened.
0: Yeah. They said- he can't
2: really be led to his son again, probably. I guess they could find a way, but...
0: And they said that the boy would kind of beat him to it, you know, in talking with Belfar.
1: Henry. Henry is. Okay, I just totally lost all train of thought. (laughs) I had a great thought.
0: Well, you know, (laughs) speaking of great thoughts, (laughs) I love the thoughtfulness of some of our listeners who have sponsored this episode of One's Podcast, and we really appreciate the support. David Newland, DJ Firewolf, and Dina81 have sponsored this episode of One's Podcast with their donations. We are very grateful for your support because it helps keep the podcast running. All podcasts come with a price, (laughs) dearie. And ours has just been paid. Oh, Well, good. Perhaps we Partially. should have
1: chosen a different path.
0: <laughs> so thank you so much, David, DJ, and Dana, Dina for sponsoring this episode of One's Podcast. If anyone else would like to sponsor an episode and be like co-producers with us and help keep the podcast and website alive, especially now that it costs twice as much as before to run it because we had to upgrade our server, but please go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor if you're interested in sponsoring one episode or several episodes. And if you're a company interested in sponsoring this podcast, then please contact us. I'd love to talk with you. So big thank yous to David, DJ, and Dina. Yes, thank you.
2: I think this was the best episode of the year so far.
0: Oh, yeah, easily.
2: And I should point out, it was written by Kitsis and Horowitz
0: themselves. Ah, which I'm sure has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Uh, Kitsis and Horowitz and Jane Espenson write the best episodes. I saw a couple people in our chat room say, this is the best episode since Skin Deep, which was a Jane Espenson episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. Easily best episode yet. Uh, the And the ramifications for this. Now, one of the things that I was expecting would happen, I mentioned this in our chat room, I thought Neil was going to... Like, storm out of the room, saying to Stoltzkin, I never want to see you again, and grab the shawl.
2: (gasps) I kept thinking something might happen to the shawl, but I I couldn't figure out any reason for it to. At least not once they were there.
0: The reason because of that is I read some spoilers today. And I read them (laughs) because I had to, because we've got guest writers on our oncepodcast.com blog. And um, Melissa wrote an article and uh, for publishing this morning about some spoilers and teasers about this episode and there was something in it i kind of tried to glance over it and yet still edit it not let the stuff stink in, sink in <laughs> but, <laughs> um something in there said that uh the end of this would leave us in uh something about rumpelstiltskin like Uh-oh. a drastic change to rumpelstiltskin and well now we know it's this thing about henry oh. instead of
1: at the beginning of the episode i was like oh, he's not limping
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. He was happy. Like, fairytale was happy. Rumpelstiltskin. He was
1: very happy.
0: So now we've seen...
1: News travels very fast.
0: Yeah. We've seen, what is that, five versions of Rumpelstiltskin? There's pre-war happy Rumpelstiltskin, post-war cowardly Rumpelstiltskin, early dark one Rumpelstiltskin, mature dark one Rumpelstiltskin. Where was that one? Like, in later episodes of... Um, or later chronological I, I thought
1: you were naming the ones that we saw in just this episode.
0: Oh, not just this episode. I'm talking about overall. And then Mr. Gold as regular Mr. Gold, which we didn't really see much of. And this then,
2: is now the farthest back in time we've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Maybe by just a few, well, obviously by just a few years, but He's, it's still farther
0: back. By about six or seven years, right? at least.
1: He slapped a seer's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She never gets to give people high fives.
2: <laughs> I can't believe
1: <laughs> And she doesn't get to pat people on the back.
2: <laughs> she may and just she close an them. eye and do it.
1: <laughs> that would hurt anyway.
2: Can't believe he wanted to turn him back into a fourteen year old and erase his memory. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking if I were Neil Bay, I guess he's both now, <laughs> just like everybody else. I would not want to go anywhere near Storybrooke. I'd be mm-hmm. like, well, what if, let's say I even wanted to reconcile. What if he just got in his head that I needed to be a 14-year-old and not remember whether I like it or not, and he just did it to me? Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. So that was, I don't
0: know, that was kind of a dumb thing to say, okay. I think. And that was his best offering.
2: Yeah. It was like, wow, was a little... Dad,
0: can't you come up <laughs> with something better?
1: <laughs> when I saw Emma chasing this hooded guy... I was thinking, that's got to be Neil. If it's not Neil, it's crazy. But then I was like, that's too easy. It can't be Neil. It has to be somebody else.
0: I wanted it, and <laughs> listeners will remember this, I've theorized that I wanted it to be someone other than Balefire. I want Neil to really be just a guy cra- caught in the crossfire as just a normal guy, but somehow connected to Balefire. Hmm. I wanted that to happen, because I didn't want it to be as predictable as this, but inside i knew this is probably what how it would end up
1: yeah the reveal was so drawn out i felt yeah mm. i don't like, know if it's the hood and then <laughs> and then emma's slowly looking up well i feel like
2: we knew i don't think it was necessarily supposed to be a surprise for us maybe for well, some people in the audience it
1: would just confirm <laughs> what we already yeah s- you know but thought. it made
2: it more believable that she wasn't that she was surprised when she saw his face. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that argument they had was so perfect.
1: Don't it's, worry, you can keep yelling at I me mean, when we get there.
0: It was like yeah. It's
1: totally Neil.
0: <laughs> it's nice.
2: I don't feel that it's always been true, but I feel like in this case, what happened was exactly what should have happened under the under the circumstances. Right. Yeah. They yeah, actually I mean. their emotions seemed
0: correct and <laughs> their yep. responses. So well done, <laughs> well everyone. Done. Yeah, and some of this stuff, um actually made me almost want to cry like the family <laughs> reunion and uh, some of these things i
2: love Fantastic. that they actually sat there and tried to
0: figure out the family tree yes <laughs> david margaret yes <laughs> because that's what all of us have been doing do have been they, talking about this do you
1: think they somehow heard that on somebody's podcast and were like we should <laughs> add this totally well, to the episode just a small clip how messed up this thing is.
0: They have had this in mind since the beginning.
1: Really? Yeah. I love the, the reference to the Thanksgiving awkwardness. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. And it's going to be even more awkward if Regina is Stoltzkin's daughter. Which we don't know that for sure, but that is still a possibility. That,
1: that would make Cora uh, like super evil. She already is. Okay, now
0: speaking Make. of Cora, did you get the idea that Cora, do you think Cora actually wants to be the Dark One or does she just want to control the Dark One?
1: I don't know, but I don't trust her.
2: I got the idea that she adapted fairly quickly to how to look in
0: our world. Yeah,
1: her hair was all down and nice and soft. looking.
0: <laughs> the, uh, the guys from, or the couple from Greetings from Storybrooke had seen some preview pictures and they said that it looks like Cora borrowed Regina's hair straightener. Nice. And taking advantage of our world's greatest magic. Well, I mean, not ketchup so, in her hair, but. What? Oh. Condiments. Wow. Wow.
2: That's a stretch. So become the dark one? I, I, I don't think she. I don't think she wants. I think she wants to control. Well, she
1: is. She is Rubble Stiltekin's pupil. So maybe she saw, like like how much of a burden it was to be the dark one although rumpelstiltskin has never treated it like a burden has he
0: or no he hasn't Uh, he's always treated it as his greatest thing the thing that he was willing to lose bell to keep his magic remember he said he values his magic more than bell but he
1: did refer to seeing the future he did talk about that as if it were a burden
0: Mm. yeah yeah and this and I could see maybe the this, this season going some direction that maybe Korra does become the Dark One.
2: Eek. But she'd have to kill
0: Rumpel. But in the process, maybe, or or maybe Rumpel, in order to prevent Korra from becoming the Dark One, uh, somehow wakes up Belle, uh. or Belle gives him the true love's kiss, so he stops being the Dark One, then Korra has no power over What if the Dark Rumpel One Stolzke? kills himself? I, oh, that... Then yeah, that's you, possible. Then
1: what happens? What happens?
0: World collapses on itself, dearie.
2: Of course. <laughs> what if Henry is his undoing? Oh, wait. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I don't want going Henry
1: to, to die. That's going
2: to be a lot of... <laughs> what if Henry becomes the Dark One?
1: He's going to become very unpopular with Regina and Emma and pretty much everybody if he kills henry
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> can oh, yeah. you imagine though? well now he's realizing also henry is his grandson yeah so we'll see that's, that's why i think that awkward. he's
2: not we don't have as much to worry about in terms of his actually standing there thinking and eh, now i have to kill him so he won't be my undoing we were probably supposed to worry about that i'm not too worried but the other statement in there was that assuming henry is this boy that he there's what was the statement it will be he's more than he seems
0: oh yeah
1: i'm wondering what that means maybe he's got magic too
0: probably could be because emma is the product of true love she's magic and then henry is the product of neil which is not magic at all (laughs) and (laughs) emma
1: he's a muggle is
0: magic oh my (laughs) half (laughs) he's a half no
1: no no neil is a muggle Oh, Oh, but he's, he was, no, he didn't have magic. He was born in a magical place. He's not average.
0: Yeah. So he he was born in Phoenix, Arizona. That's not magical at all. No,
1: he was born in the enchanted forest. Oh, I was talking about Henry. I was talking about Neil.
0: Okay. Well, Emma was, too. That's
1: who I was talking about. So
0: I think a lot of people are going to want to start theorizing about what is henry's role in all of this and this could easily be setting up for a major plot point i think for season three hoping that once upon a time gets renewed and this is coming up to the season the time of Did year you
2: just say assuming it gets renewed
0: yeah. don't speak like that
1: it's going well, to it has to <laughs> yeah this is about
0: the time of year when we're going to start hearing about what shows are being renewed it's around well march and april or so <laughs> Um, now thinking about it, I thought it was a sure thing.
1: Please, ABC.
0: You can <laughs> already going. pre-order the season two Blu-rays and DVDs. If you're interested in that, please go to oncepodcast.com/slash season two and you'll be able to purchase through our affiliate link and that'll help support the podcast as well. ABC, if you don't renew Once Upon a Time, do you have any idea how
2: many apples you're going to receive? <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome!
1: <laughs> we're, we're all gonna go to their office and throw apples at, at their office.
0: We're that we're would going to send them apples. <laughs> I, now I almost wish for them to make some announcement that they're not going to, just so we can send oh gosh thousands Don't or millions say that. of apples. Okay.
1: <laughs> if that you want fun. apples, just. Ask,
0: but don't but, eat any of them. But you never know where they came from.
2: Hey,
1: you're gonna end the show
0: <laughs> anyway. Let's get back to talking about this awesome episode that <laughs> isn't not canceled as far as we know.
1: That would be sad.
0: <laughs> Henry uh, now has maybe a broken relationship with Emma because he said that uh, he said Emma's a liar just like Regina.
1: That was harsh.
0: That yeah. it was horrible. That I, was
1: really harsh. I
0: wanted her to defend like herself Regina. or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh it was rough. And he looked he looked so changed.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: I
1: loved how he was like, I'm eleven! Why is everybody shouting?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the best part for this show for me. I,
0: I, I'm sure that Henry is going to do some bonding with Neil. I'm sure. And I think Neil is going to come back to Storybrooke. Uh, I think that really seems inevitable. Probably the next episode or two, we'll see him come back. He's going to
2: do the whole, let's get one thing straight. I'm coming for Henry, not for you, Papa. I mean, <laughs> Rumble. I mean, Gold. I mean, whatever your name is. I
1: can't wait to see the um, August Neil reunion.
2: Mm-hmm. That's gonna be That's awkward. Gonna be weird. It's He's like, be hey, like, look, you're so you're wooden. You're flammable now, <laughs> and also, yeah, I don't even know. Should he be? Does he have any reason to be mad at August? Uh, like, uh, hey, that was really bad advice. Or
1: no, I mean, he, if anything, he would thank him for the postcard.
2: Emma has a reason to be mad at August. Why? Well, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: because
0: August was the one that because August went all out and saw this.
1: lemurs. <laughs> when he was supposed to be helping her.
0: Yeah, and and stole Emma's money. And ooh,
1: she's gonna she's gonna find out. Yeah, she, she's gonna find him, and she's gonna she's gonna take an axe with her. She's
0: gonna burn him. She's yeah, gonna run him over with the beetle, <laughs> the stolen beetle. Speaking of being run over, uh, no, seriously. <laughs> Gregory.
1: I know where you're going with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Now, he's the guy caught in the crossfire. He's like, look at
1: this. It's totally cool. And did I... There's sounds full of magicians.
2: (laughs) And I called it. He's not... He didn't necessarily tweet it, but he texted it. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: He got Regina's magical, levitating thing on video.
1: Boy, he's nosy.
0: Now,
2: don't you think
1: And stealthy.
0: Jenny,
2: if you were her, in quotes... And Daniel got in a an accident, and he was in a hospital in some town. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay a while." And because of this, and he sent you that video. What would you say?
1: And be like, "Honey, come home as fast as you can. <laughs> Let me take care of you, please."
2: And please don't go near the people who levitate things get anymore. A,
1: get a taxi this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. And don't text and drive while you're (laughs) (laughs) coming. Yeah, but so this guy, I think, is going to be a problem. And he's sticking around for a while. (laughs) So this uh, presents a new thing. But like we theorized in our discussion about Tiny... It could be something about uh, his helping Storybrooke. Maybe he'll start sympathizing with their cause. Maybe there will be some way that he'll Hmm. be like, I've always dreamed of being in fairy tales. Can I go back with you to Storybrooke? (laughs) What is their cause? (laughs) Their cause? It's uh, happy endings. And he's a guy who loves great food, so he's all about happy endings. What? Mm -hmm.
2: Desserts. He loves great...
0: Happy endings are the desserts of fairy tale land. Maybe, okay.
1: <laughs> maybe he's gonna help cover up everything.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I think he'll have a change of heart at some point, and yeah,
2: he's gonna have to fall in love with someone in town. Except that'd be awkward for her,
0: <laughs> whoever her is, which is probably really nobody significant at all.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Maybe
2: she'd probably have a name if she were. <laughs> Not significant, if that makes any sense. No.
0: Listeners, we really want your feedback on this episode of Once Upon a Time, because we want your theories, we want to know what stood out to you in screenshots, or if you do any kind of research about certain things that were mentioned. Like that number where the book was, or where the map was in the library, nine fifteen sixty three. is that significant? Any of these other things, numbers, I know we saw certain numbers in Neil's apartment, certain things in his apartment from different angles. If you get screenshots of this or find things out or just want to share your theories, your new theories about where Once Upon a Time is going, please email us feedback at oncepodcast.com or leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message from your computer. And you can also chat about this episode of Once Upon a Time and all of the other episodes and everything about episode about Once Upon a Time over in our forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums. There are so many Oncers over there chatting, sharing theories, sharing feedback, sharing their favorite and least favorite moments and favorite lines and claiming things and all sorts of awesome things. So check that out and we'll have all of this and more in the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 81. Uh, what else stood out about this episode? We'll have our full discussion this Wednesday. I have something. Yeah?
1: You can really tell that Regina's not used to receiving compliments from her mom.
0: Because
1: she, <laughs> like, Cora said something like, good job. And Regina and was like, thank you, mother. <laughs> <laughs> that right there should tell you that Cora's a bad lady. Mm. If nothing else, I mean... You should already know she's a bad lady, but (laughs) that that's a good, good clue.
0: Speaking of Cora, you said? No, I said stinking Cora. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we really have yet to see what her big plan is. And it now seems like she's acting like Hook is just going to get in the way of her big plan.
1: She's using everybody. Mm -hmm. I believe she's using Regina as well. I think she's using Regina to get something she wants. Because, I mean, she was all like, Hook, I promise you this will happen once we get there. And he got there. And now she's like, move over. Mm
0: -hmm. And she (laughs) doesn't want Hook to kill Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She wants to use Rumpelstiltskin first.
0: It's looking like I was right, though. Cora
2: is not there primarily for Regina. Mm -hmm. I
1: really want to know Cora's backstory. What? What? makes her the way she is
0: i'm sure we have to get that at we some point to. because She's so many people villain. are asking how did she get her magic and since um <laughs> since snow's father henry senior did mention that there is a man and we know that's Rumpel in the book and all of that and her heart and all of that there's got to yeah. be some story there
1: and they have to answer why the kiss yeah <laughs> what is that about
2: just yeah. like has been desired to be known of Regina, we want to know of Cora. Yeah. How did you get like this? How'd
1: you get like this? Mm-hmm. She's she's she. In my book, she's a super villain.
2: Yeah,
1: she's got the least amount of heart.
2: <laughs> probably literally, <laughs> <laughs> her heart's probably just somewhere else.
1: Well, it is. We <laughs> don't know where.
0: Maybe we'll find out. Maybe Rumplestiltskin hid it somewhere.
1: I doubt it. Yeah. We really doubt it. Because if he hit it, he would know where it was and he could just, you know, do away with her. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, speaking unfortunately of doing away with, there (laughs) won't be an episode of Once Upon a Time on february 24th 2013 <laughs> so we won't have a live chat room then we won't have initial reactions but on wednesday february 27th at 9 p.m eastern standard time gmt minus 5 we'll have another once upon a time round table where other once upon a time podcasters will join us to talk about once upon a time and boy we'll have some awesome stuff to talk about after this episode so it will be uh, i know bill meeks and anne-marie de simone from greetings from storybook have said they'll be there uh brie from other side of the mirror has said she'll be there and um rebecca johnson from operation cobra podcast will be there and also I, i'm still waiting to hear back from some of the other ones upon a time podcasters whether they they will be able to make it and of course some of us from one's podcast will be able to be there as well. So that will be on Google plus, but you'll also be able to watch it live on YouTube. And we might get some of you guys to participate in the live hangout with us where you get to get on with your webcam, ask a question. And then all of us once upon a time podcasters will fight over it with our separate opinions. It'll be great. You know, I'm sure you guys will want to throw something out there and just watch us all fight over it. And it'll be lots of fun. And we're looking forward to it. We had a blast last time we did this. And this will be a lot of fun. Again. So that's on Wednesday, February 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus five, and it will be live on Google Plus. I've got information about that on the website at oncepodcast.com and in the show notes for this episode, oncepodcast.com slash eighty-one. I want to thank a few people who left reviews for us in iTunes. BK Ziggy, LH Music, Melissa Cavallo from Australia, Michael Zimmerman, Onceer Fan, and Jay Fitch, and uh, Griffin Feathers from Mexico. Now, Griffin Feathers from Mexico, I love what uh, he had to say. He said, Los chicos son muy bu- gracios <laughs> y la edición de Daniel es perfecta. You're
1: probably butchering Una this.
0: A los <laughs> You
1: should stop now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Those are some of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me Do you me know what before. that means? Actually, I did run it I don't. Translate. Oh, and they, okay. And it was pretty close. <laughs> pretty and close also, to what? I like what Jay Fitch, <laughs> pretty close to the actual meaning. Uh, I like what Jay Fitch <laughs> said. When they counted each of the marks in Bell's cell, I knew they were more hooked than I. <laughs> so thank you so much for leaving those kind ratings and reviews for us on iTunes. They really encourage us and they help others to find the podcast as well and let them know why they should be listening to the podcast. So please if you haven't left a review or if you'd like to go and review or say that some of these reviews were helpful or encouraging, please go to oncepodcast.com/itunes to leave a rating and especially we'd love a written review. So thank you so much for all of those everybody. Who left reviews we'll have our full discussion about once this episode of once upon a time because we've left things out we didn't catch things in this just our initial reactions so our full discussion will be this Wednesday at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time GMT minus 5 at oncepodcast.com slash live you'll be able to join the chat room watch us record the podcast live and interact with us as we're going through this and please, Share your feedback with us and theories about this episode. Email feedback at onespodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer or soon from your iPhone. And show notes for this episode at onespodcast.com slash 81. And join the forums and watch the blog and all of that stuff every way that you can Get to connect to us, you can find at oncepodcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show at oncepodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me on Twitter at The Roman Noodle.
2: I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's
0: P H L E G O N.
1: And I'm Jenny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash JennySnook.
0: So check out the podcast and subscribe if you're not subscribed already at oncepodcast.com and show notes at oncepodcast.com slash. 81. And until next time, remember, next time you want to tell someone that they're the son of the magical dark one, type it on a piece of paper. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to the sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, we'd really appreciate it because it really helps with the cost. Please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.